0: Hello, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C. as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C. as always, and in today's episode... The Mavericks continue their undefeated 2022 season, taking down the Denver Nuggets, 103-89. And Luka is getting back into form. So as we get into this game, Mavs fans, the Mavericks win again, going 2-0 to start this year off. And that's definitely a good thing for this team against a good Denver Nuggets team who themselves were shorthanded. So let's not forget that just like us and every other team in the NBA, the Denver Nuggets were a little shorthanded in this game, not having several of their players and, and some of their key players at that. So the Mavericks were missing some players, and so were the Nuggets, making it a pretty level playing field. But it's never really a level playing field when you have Luka On your roster being able to do the Luca things that he does out there on their court Uh, it's it's funny that I actually was talking with a friend today and on social media it's been kind of a just hilarious to listen to all the fans out there saying that the Mavericks have been better off without Luca that we're better with Jalen Brunson running the show that right there is just completely laughable Everyone talks about the stats that Luca puts up and how he dominates the ball and the ball movement stops when he's out there on the court. But what Luca does bring to this team is wins. Since Luca has joined the Mavericks, we have been in the playoffs every year other than his rookie season. And he still almost got us there that year. Let's not forget how bad we were in the final years of Dirt prior to Luca getting here and just how (laughs) just really bad things were during those times. Dirk was all we had, and we tried to run everything we could through him. We tried to get other players here in Dallas. It did not work, and it contributed to a lot of losing seasons for us in the final years of Dirk Nowitzki. Since Luka has got here, he has completely changed what the culture is here in Dallas back to a winning organization, back to a team that is a threat every time they're out there on their court as long as he's a part of it. So for those fans out there who say that the Mavericks are better without Luka, I just want you to just go back a few seasons to when he wasn't here and look at how bad we were. I don't care what the ball movement looks like or what stats look like. The biggest stat that matters more than anything is the fact that Luka brings wins to Dallas. He makes us a playoff contender. He makes us a team that you always have to watch out for. And as long as he's doing what he does out there, creating so much space for his teammates, it makes us extremely dangerous. To the point, tonight, Luka played his most minutes uh, since being back with 34 minutes, gave the Mavericks 21 points, 8 rebounds, and 15 assists, going 7 of 18 from the field, but only 1 of 6 again from the 3-point line, but he also had 4 steals. Now, when we talk about Luka, people always want to bring up his turnovers. Luka's always going to turn the ball over more than anyone usually on the Maverick roster because he does have the ball in his hands so much. So that's just going to be part of it. When a guy has the ball that much, he's going to have turnovers. But when he produces the amount of assists and open looks for his team the way he does, it's hard really to say anything negative about it. And for those that do... You just don't know basketball. I'm sorry. If you in any world think that this Maverick team is better off without Luka, you just don't know basketball. Every great player has dominated the ball on their team. Every great player has been a bit of a ball hog when it comes down to it, but it's because they are so good on their teams that they deserve the right to ball hog. We think of the late, great Kobe Bryant, who everyone knew was going to take a ton of shots per game, but that's because he was the best guy on the court and was always going to lead his team to victory. And that was a given considering how many championships the Lakers had with Kobe at the helm. Now, don't get me wrong. Shaq was a big part of that, but even with Shaq there, Kobe dominated the ball. Jordan in his time with the Bulls, while the ball did move around a bit, Jordan always had the ball in his hand when it came down to it And when he really wanted to pull out a win, he just ball dominated and took over games. That goes for every great player in this league. They're going to ball hog a little bit. James Harden, multiple MVP winner. Again, a ball hogging guy. Those are the best players in the world. Those are the best players in the league. And they have that talent to ball hog a little bit and still lead their teams to multiple victories throughout the season. So when you have a game like tonight... Where Luca goes out and gives you 15 assists, and it actually should have been more than that with some of the wide open looks he gets for our guys out there. Now we did have a lot of guys that were actually making their shots today, which contributed to those 15 assists. But Luca makes the game so much easier. This is something Kristaps Porzingis himself said early in the season. Uh, when him and Luca were finally playing together and they asked him what's the difference between having Luca and not there. He said it himself that Luca makes the game so much easier for his teammates. He makes every team double him and have to look at everything that he's doing. So when that does happen, guys are wide open for open looks and having easy shots to knock down out there. You can't really say much more than that. He is a guy that demands attention from any team that we play against. And all we need is our guys to start knocking down the wide open shots that he creates for them. And in tonight's game against a good Denver team, they were hitting those shots. And it led to this great victory led by Luka, our star, our guy, and someone who's going to be a mainstay for this matter team for years to come. For Again, I hate to ramble, but it was just disturbing to look at all the uh, crazy social media chatter out there that Luca is a guy that we're probably better without. It's just insane because without him, we're a losing team. We're a losing organization. With him, we're in the playoffs two years in a row and should have won last year against those. Uh, dang... LA Clippers. So, getting back to this game after my ramble there a little bit. Sorry, had to be done, had to be said. Luca's just that great. We look at what the rest of the team did today to contribute to this win. We had a pretty even thing happening out there for our starters. Everyone was contributing. Everyone was helping. Jalen Brunson tonight played the same amount of minutes as Luca, playing 34 minutes, giving you 13 points three rebounds and four assists, only going four of 14 from the field and two of four from the three-point line, along with two steals of his own. Brunson didn't have his shot really going for him tonight. His normal uh, mid-range shots and pull-ups that he normally makes just weren't going in for him, and that's okay. That's going to happen every now and then for Jalen, especially with Luka out there. He doesn't have to uh, you know, have the ball in his hands as much, and sometimes that's going to lead to his rhythm not being all there during the course of the game but for him to still help the Mavericks team the way he did in the starting lineup next to Luka it's still some good stuff to happen for the Mavericks having those two together out there now when we're looking at the starters and what they did in this game and how even they all played uh, with Luka in this game you have to look at players like Maxi Kleba who came back again in the second game back Maxi is definitely looking like the old Maxi. He played some great defense on Jokic, getting a couple blocks early in the game against him. And it was uh, good to see Maxi just reading plays and moving his feet the way we we're used to seeing him do it. Um, to go out tonight and for Maxi to put up in 31 minutes, 10 points, 5 rebounds, and 1 assist. Going 3 of 7 from the field and 2 of 6 from the 3 point line along with two blocks and two steals. Those are maxi things. Those are the things that we got used to seeing from him on a nightly basis prior to uh, his first COVID stint last season. He is definitely at a heck of a time getting back, but it's good to see him this year now looking a bit more like his old self and really helping this Maverick team compete from the center position against some of these better centers in the league. There are a couple guys that generally uh, play really, really well against the Mavericks and Jokic is definitely one of them. But you had Maxie and the other guy at the center spot who just seems to be playing extremely well for this Mavericks as his great run continues is Dwight Powell. He's blowing my mind right now with his insane gameplay that he has been giving to the Mavericks over the last six or seven games. And let's keep in mind that Powell is also the only Maverick player who's played every game this season. He hasn't missed any time with COVID or or injury or anything else. He has been as dependable as they get, even though he's still not, in my opinion, the guy that can lead us to the promised land. He's still having some really good games for the Mavericks over these last few. Tonight, Powell went out there, played great against Jokic, gave everything he could against the much larger center there for Denver, but really played well against him. Powell tonight played 27 minutes. Gave you 15 points and 3 rebounds, going 5 of 6 from the field and 1 of 1 from the 3-point line along with 1 steal. That's really all you can ask for from Dwight Powell, especially playing against a player of Jokic's caliber. We know that he is the MVP, reigning MVP of the league and one of the best bigs out there. So for Powell to even go out and play serviceable against a guy who is that much more dominant is very, very impressive right now. And I just got to say, Dwight Powell is really helping the Mavericks as he's building his stock as this trade deadline approaches. I know it's going to be hard for (laughs) uh, Cuban and some of the other guys to want to move him. But with him playing the way he is right now, you really couldn't ask for a better situation going into the trade deadline that comes up in February. You have to look to move Powell, and uh, right now he's playing well enough to at least get some attention from some of the other teams out there in the league as a person that can contribute on their roster, um, you know, once once we make this trade. So, great on Powell to go out there and have another good game playing the way he did again tonight. And then to round out the starters, you had Dorian Finney-Smith playing 18 minutes, giving you 10 points and 2 rebounds. Going four or five from the field and two of three from the three-point line, along with one block and one steal of his own. And the crazy thing about Dorian in this game is he didn't play a whole lot of minutes due to foul trouble. He got in foul trouble early and just really never got in rhythm in this game. But in the few minutes he got to play in the second half, he hit some three-point shots to help the Mavericks keep the lead as they extended that lead in the third and fourth quarter and never really looked back. The Nuggets tried to make runs, but every time they did, the Mavericks had an answer for it, and Dorian was part of that. So good to see all this happening from our starting lineup right now. And with Luka back in there leading the way, now giving us two wins since he has been back, this is what he does, and this is the team that can still get better. Obviously, Kristaps Stapps Porzingis still is not there for us right now. We still have everyone that needs to uh, get back and be fully healthy to be the team that we expect to be this season. And it's good to see at least to start this year, the Mavericks have uh, kind of put some things together on the defensive end and held a lot of opponents to less than a hundred points scored over the last four games. So great on this one. Great for the starters to go out there and contribute the way they did. But This wasn't just a starter-heavy offense tonight. Everything was done with the entire team helping out. And of course, we have to talk about the bench squad who continues to play well for this Maverick team right now. And a couple guys that are really starting to get their game going for the Mavericks this second portion of the season. And we'll get into each and every one of those coming up next after the break. So as we come back and we talk about this Maverick bench, obviously we just talked about the starters and the great game they played uh, in this game against the Denver Nuggets tonight. This Maverick win still would not have happened without the great play of some of our bench guys right now who continue to play well for this Maverick team. The first one being Reggie Bullock, who is finally starting to get his shot to fall. I talked about this throughout the season And even over my last podcast that he was a guy that I expected to be a lot more in the Maverick offense and to contribute a lot more. It hadn't happened. The last game he had a pretty good game. And then tonight he goes out and plays another very good game for the Mavericks. Playing 29 minutes. Scoring 15 points along with 2 rebounds and 1 assist. Going 5 of 11 from the field and 4 of 8 from the 3 point line. Along with 1 steal of his own. So... Bullock is a guy who in the fourth quarter, just like a bunch of other Mavericks, started hitting his three-point shot and helped this win uh, get over the finish line without it ever being in ever too much trouble. But to have Bullock out there now and playing the way he is, it's only going to help this Maverick team moving forward. We've got so much potential with a lot of these shooters um, that the Mavericks have this year. Now, we know... It didn't pay out the way we wanted it to early in the season. But it's a long season, especially with every team in the league dealing with injuries, dealing with COVID. That As long as your guys stick to it and stay together and persevere through some of the bad losses throughout the season and bad shooting nights. As long as they can put it together when it matters in the second part of the season, you can make a good run. And Reggie Bullock is a guy that we're going to need come the playoff portion of this season and this end of the second portion of the season to make a good playoff push. He is a guy that can still help us, and his shot is starting to come around for the Mavericks, which makes us that much more deep and that much more dangerous from the three-point line. Now, when we talk about the bench, obviously the other main guy is Tim Hardaway Jr., who now, in his second game back, just really isn't playing all that well right now. And again, I don't read too much into it because he is coming back from COVID protocols. We don't know how much of an effect that had on his body, on his lungs, on his uh, just total ability to be out there right now and taking some of these shots. And obviously it's having some sort of effect because he's not shooting that well right now. Off the bench, Tim Hardaway again tonight had 22 minutes played, gave you six points, three rebounds and no assists. 2 of 8 from the field. And only 1 of 4 from the 3 point line. But he did have 1 block and 1 steal. So he was still giving some effort out there. And in the 4th quarter he had a monstrous dunk. And you could see him pretty riled up about it. Pretty angry. And it, it it is frustrating for him. Because he does expect more from himself. He knows he's a better shooter than what he has been given to the Mavericks recently. And again, I don't really blame him for that. It's a matter of... Getting back from this whole COVID situation, and hopefully, you know, getting back into shape and and getting his sea legs back under him because he is struggling from the field right now. But it was still great to see him after a dunk like that, showing all the energy and excitement that he had, pumping himself up, and hopefully, uh, getting himself just still excited to continue on the season for the Mavericks and really help out because. Until he gets his shot back, maybe he should be trying to drive more to the rim and staying in the mid-range game because his three-point shot isn't there. And like I said, that has a lot to do with his legs not being in it, which comes from him not being 100% back from the whole COVID situation. But I expect him still to come around. I expect him to still help this Maverick team and be a big part for them coming off the bench this year. Now, kid talked about it before the game that... He wanted to see a bit more of Josh Green out there on the court for the Mavericks because he has the best plus minus of any Maverick player uh, on our roster right now with a plus 72. That's great to see from a young guy, especially a guy who just wasn't getting any sort of playing time under Rick Carlisle. For him to now get sort of the playing time that he's getting and actually producing is a great thing for this Maverick team. We were worried about that draft pick just being another bust. And we've seen a lot of them. We, we've seen a ton of uh, draft picks just not pan out for the Mavericks. And many people were very upset, myself being one of them, that we didn't take a player like Sadiq Bey or Desmond Bain, who have been helping their team since last season. But maybe Green's a guy who is going to be a little bit more of a late bloomer and can still really be a big part for this Maverick organization. As tonight, he played 17 minutes, gave you six points and one rebound, going three or four from the field, but also just being very active out there on the court. He's someone that you could easily notice out there. He's so athletic. He seems to bounce around all around the floor and just make things difficult for the opposing team when he's either defending someone or even playing off the ball and and just disrupting the movement for the other team. So good to see Green out there making a difference for this Maverick organization. And hopefully he is a guy who's going to get more playing time as this season goes because We've seen it, and I don't think it's going to change. COVID's going to keep affecting every team's roster, including our own. And to have Green having the ability to help this Maverick team as we move forward is a good thing for us. And it can only make us a better team as we move forward. Now, there wasn't a whole lot of other guys that played a lot of minutes in this game. Marquise Chris probably had his, uh, I wouldn't say worst game as a Maverick. I would just say least successful game as a Maverick. He didn't hit very many shots, but he didn't take very many shots. Marquise Chris played 16 minutes and gave you two points, Um, but he only took two shots in this game, so he still went 50% from the field, if you want to call it that, but also had a huge dunk against (laughs) Bobo. And we, everyone uh, who who watches the league, knows how tall of a person Bobo is out there and uh, is someone who should be able to dunk over most players in the league. To have Marquise Chris go out there and not give up an easy basket, to still put up a good uh, defensive effort and manage to block the shot of him was impressive to see. And it's just, again, something that we haven't had in a while. A guy who's willing to get out there and, uh, you know, play defense the way he did, even though um, he probably could have been posterized in that play. Most players would back away from it and shy away from that moment. But he didn't. He went up there. He blocked the giant bobo dunk attempt. And it's just great to see a player like Marquise Chris uh, hopefully stick around for this Maverick team. I talked about uh, about it a lot this last pod. And and I'll keep saying it again. I hope he's a guy that we sign for the rest of the season. Maybe he's a guy who we can kind of work out more of a long-term deal with and get him while he's cheap. Because he is a talented guy. He is a guy right now who is excited to be just back in the league. And if you can give him a multiple-year extension uh, uh, with a relatively good price tag, he's a guy that I just would definitely take a flyer out on and make sure that I secure him before anyone else has a chance to get their hands on him moving forward. Um, When you look at our benches uh, as we move forward here, uh Sterling Brown was the only other guy off the bench who played uh, any minutes of significance in this one, playing 10 minutes, giving you five points, one rebound, and one assist, going one of two from the field and one of two from the three-point line. So he didn't take a ton of shots out there, but again, going 50% from the three-point line, the Mavericks will take that considering what his shooting was looking like early in the season. He's another guy who when we got him this offseason, he was an over forty percent three point shooter and it hasn't worked out for him since he got here. But he's still a guy that can help. He's a great rebounder. I believe there was a stat that uh Mark Folliwell was talking about prior to the game that Sterling Brown is one of the best players under five six five rebounding in the league. He he seems to get almost more rebounds than any player under six foot five in the league, and that's pretty impressive and Definitely something that can help this Maverick team long-term. He's also a great three-point shooter and a guy that still should be able to help us out in that way. So, other than him, the bench squad didn't play a whole lot of other guys. Frank Natalikina played two minutes and Pinson played two minutes in this game as well. But we weren't really needing to go too deep into the bench as our starters played so well. And this game was pretty much in hand by the start of the second half. They, they pulled away from Denver, never really gave them a chance to get in it. And it's just great to have this start to the new year, to go 2-0 in 2022 and hopefully continue their uh, success as we move forward in this uh, season. And of course, with their next game coming up this Wednesday against the Golden State Warriors. And of course, we all know what that game is going to be, the Dirk retirement game. The Mavericks are going to retire Dirk's jersey. It will be put into the rafters. I will be at the game. Mass Content Crazy will be a part of that. It's definitely something I could not miss and uh, I'm going to be so excited to be in the arena and such an honor to be there to see Dirk get his number put in the rafters where it belongs as a Maverick legend, as the guy who brought us our only title. I'm so excited for that and hopefully the Mavericks can continue the uh, winning ways of this 2022 season and uh, put out a third win in a row against a good Golden State Warriors team with probably the current MVP of the league in Stephen Curry. And uh, it's just should be fun. Na- it should be a fun night. It should be a great night. And hopefully a night that the Mavericks can pull out another victory. So after tonight's win, taking out the Denver Nuggets, 103-89, to the Mavericks are starting to build some momentum and hopefully with the house rocking against Golden State, we can continue that momentum. So that's going to be it for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow and share with your friends. And I hope you listen next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.